This week on PayPig's Pod, we're talking about Elon Musk and why he's being a big crybaby. Who almost cried like a baby on the Tesla investor call last week. Plus, he shot one of the new Cybertrucks with a Tommy gun because he's a big dork. Turns out Black Monday didn't happen, but will it soon? Yeah, who knows? Will it? It's probably when you least expect it to come. That's that's the way these <laughs> that's Black what they Monday say about Black work. Monday. Yeah, it's when you least expect it. You're hoping for a green Monday, and then it's just black, and you're you're wishing that uh, that stocks weren't going down. And we've got our first crypto corner in a long time. Bitcoin shot up. We're gonna find out why. Yeah, it's um it's pretty exciting. That thing just went sky high. Ten percent. That thing shot up because of some some reasons that we'll get into. Plus, bad news: Americans are missing their car payments. Are you Not an American? Good, yeah. This are, next thing could affect you are you one of the over six percent of americans who has missed their car payment recently for, are you an american car owner are you uh, and also some of you people are paying like over a thousand dollars a month for your car <laughs> what are you payment guys doing? Do, do, uh, what are you doing <laughs> I, I do you want the the repo man could do you look forward to that confrontation of the repo man coming and knocking on your door at 2 a.m and you come outside and your boxers and a t-shirt going hey that's my car and then the repo guy's like you should have paid your bills she paid your $1,600 a month bill. Yeah, for your giant Ram Charger Defender F-150 Lightning truck. <laughs> Cue the intro. I'd like to try to sell something to you. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 19 of the Pay Pigs podcast. I am Ben. I'm Billy Baldwin. <laughs> That's Billy Baldwin over there. We got uh, uh before we get into it, we've got some administrative stuff to cover up top. We have a very special bonus episode today coming to you. We're doing our very first call-in Q&A. So if you want to partake in next month's, be sure to check out our Patreon where uh where you you can submit your phone number. We're going to be calling you. And where do you find that? That's at patreon.com slash paypigspod. That's right. We also have, speaking of Patreon, since we added a whole bunch of stuff to our tiers, we have uh, my TikTok roundup coming soon. Oh, right, we're yeah. going to be recording it this week to, to post for the month of October, wherein I show Emil all my favorite TikToks for the month. I'm because, so stoked to see what you come up with, you crazy kook. Because usually we would do it just in the bonus episode, but this time we're not going to do that. We're just going to dedicate an It's going to be its thing. own separate thing. Yeah. And also, there's a whole bunch of fun videos on there already. You want to catch up? Yeah. Last week, one of my favorite bonus episodes. Yeah, it was actually, yeah, it was probably one of the best ever. We also just did our monthly movie night, which is another new thing that we've added to the Patreon. And that was really fun. We actually haven't recorded it yet. We're going to record it tomorrow. Are we watching Chappie? I don't know. Maybe. Tappy would be fun. Tappy might be the movie that we watch, but you'll find out Thursday if you, or Wednesday night. So yesterday for you guys, tomorrow for us, which is always confusing. And uh, this is your reminder for the audio listener to remember to check out our new weekly show on YouTube, Ben and Emil on. Oh yeah, if you're just like a Spotify king or queen, hmm? you got to take your ass to YouTube and see what we're cooking up over there. Yeah, it's a it's a great it's groundbreaking it's revolutionary. People are saying lots of good things about it. The last I heard was someone said this changes everything. Yeah. So, so we'll let you decide for yourselves. But it's on YouTube.com/slash/PayPigsPod. It is a certified hit. So let's get right it into it. It went gold in Australia. It went gold in Australia, which is like going bronze here. Who can t- who can be sure? Did you hear about that Australian woman who opened a sushi restaurant to the chagrin yeah. of so many people? And yeah. then it backfired on those people who like called her out and now it's popping Well, off. it was one guy yeah. who, who is a different chef, I think. I did not look into this really, but I just saw people getting pissed about it. But yeah, apparently he was doing the same thing too. He was like doing like Peruvian Japanese fusion or something like that in like Asheville, North Carolina or something. My head almost exploded. I mean, it almost explodes on a daily basis, but I, I'm excited to check it out. Where do you guys find the time? Every day you truly. guys log in and you're like, today I just want to be the cops. Uh, I just want to be an internet cop and make sure also, no one's doing anything that 
makes me mad. That's what makes life beautiful. You got to mix it up. I want I want to try the Australian girl sushi. I that does I think you know that woman can do whatever she wants, but sure. when her defense, the whole thing of like Australian sushi or whatever—that's a thing apparently. It's stri- What is it? It's it's they make like chicken schnitzel wraps and all sorts of shit. Oh. Yeah, because it reminds me. Do you remember when there was a? This was probably like 2015 to like 2018. Sushi Ritos. Margarita sushi. No, no, no. sushi Rito, sushi Ritos. Like dark, dark, like Doritos? burrito. Sushi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's which is like just shit. the grossest thing. Yeah, yeah. It sounds just like a huge shit. thing of rice and fish wrapped in seaweed. I'm actually all set. Thank you. No thanks. No thank you. So when she said Australian sushi, I was like, I don't know what you're doing, but babe, keep it to yourself. Well, the other news up top: uh, Vladimir Putin done had himself a heart attack. A lot of people are pointing fingers at this podcast, and yeah. We didn't do anything, but we are going to send him some mail. <clears throat> we're, we've got a little get well package we've put yeah, together. That we hope <clears throat> that only he opens. That's the thing is it's all, it's for his eyes only. He's got to open we've it first. We've written on the package, make sure Putin opens this. Yes. In Russian, we wrote it. And in Russia, you have to follow those instructions when it's on your mail. Yeah. Man, that Russian language, uh, when it's written out, it just looks like someone was drunk trying to, trying to write English. Like a Cyrillic alphabet? Yeah, it just looks like someone, you know, you got the backward weird A and Bs and stuff and the Ps. Do you think that's what happened? Too much vodka? Too much vodka. Too much vodka. But uh, we do wish him a speedy recovery. (laughs) (laughs) And a speedy opening that package. Yeah, open up that package. You're going to love what's inside. It should be there in uh, looking at my watch soon. Soon. I I, got to send the tracking number. But speaking of guys we love... Speaking of guys we love, this one might be our number one. Yeah, this Elon might be Musk. My true, true crush, my true love. A lot of news this week. We just we couldn't avoid him, and we know that some people love when we talk about Elon. We know that some people hate it, but we're going to try to actually remain as objective as possible here, which is something I'd like to strive to do. And this isn't a doomer episode. We're not. We're not taking the black pill. I'm taking the diet coke pill. I'm taking the white pill. If they made what's the white pill? It's for my heart. Oh. They're statins. So that you don't... Or do you take statins? No, no, no. Oh. My cardiologist recommended it, but I'm not going to do it yet because I don't want to be on no drugs. Yeah. Well, so Elon, first, he, as we know, once a year, Wikipedia does their fundraiser. Jimmy How Wales. How do you say Wikipedia? Wikipedia. Wikipedia? Wiki, Wikipedia. <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? I don't know. What do you say? Wikipedia? Kind of. Wikipedia. That's fine. I think both are acceptable. Yeah, yeah, sure. We I can just, search on Wikipedia to see how it's... <laughs> I just never Wiki- had such a long eye on it before. Wiki- Wik- Wikipedia. Well, so Jimmy Wales, who's the founder, every year they do... Because it's a non-profit. They rely solely on on uh, donations sure. from, from people. And Elon, for some reason, since he's the main character of just the world now, he... Uh, I don't know. what is What is his beef with Wikipedia? Oh, I didn't know he had any. I thought he was just being fun. Oh, I thought that he was talking shit. Because he, he said that he would give Wikipedia a billion dollars to change, change their, their name, name to Dickipedia. This is just on brand for his childish humor, mm-hmm. I think. I think he likes... He just... Yeah, we got the tweet pulled up here. I will give them a billion dollars if, if they change their name to Dickipedia. 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 Please add that to the bullshit on my wiki page. Ah, uh, oh, in the interest of accuracy, he goes on to say. So <clears throat> I think he's probably against it, against Wikipedia, because anything can go on there and say anything about him. Right. Which is kind of a giant community notes, which is a feature on Twitter that he stands by and advocates for. Which, uh, it's kind of been a mess lately. To I don't know. How, how do you even, I, I don't even know how to submit to community notes. You're probably banned. Fuck. Again? Talking shit. Dylan, didn't you get banned from Twitter once? No. No? Okay. <laughs> food, well, food God blocked me once. Food God? Oh, that's right. Oh, God. I remember that guy. That was fucking disgusting. So that's probably what you're thinking about. When he, Yeah, I think that that's what it was. Shit. But it, it's just kind of... How dystopian is it that the guy with more money in the world than anybody by far, head and shoulders above the rest, is mocking... 
like this this totally open source community um humanitarian you just, everybody's sharing knowledge and he's out there just it just because he's the one with all the answers don't go to that's true don't go to Wikipedia when you got me I, well and he wants his site to be the like he keeps touting that right like we we strive to be the everything. journalistic source for everything we strive to be like where you can get all your information meanwhile Banking. it just fucking sucks like any tweet worthwhile you click on it there's just a bunch of guys with blue check marks going like suck dick loser <laughs> You're like, cool. It used to be like, there used to be like a rebuttal to stuff. And now yeah. it's just like. The algorithm is broken for sure. But I, I guess part of his thing was. I don't think it's broken. I think it's working exactly how he wanted it, which was to, well, if sure. you pay your $8 a month, we'll boost your. Right. Moronic. Views. Um, he said that he doesn't understand why they need money because him being so simplistic he said you could fit the entirety of Wikipedia on your phone, which is true. If you did just text only and you did English only, but then it's like, my man, don't you understand that there are such things as server costs and upkeep and all sorts of shit like that? It's not like it's... I don't know if he does understand that. Someone who just, uh, he's getting like, he's getting like eviction notices because he didn't realize he had to pay the rent at, at uh, Twitter headquarters or now yeah. X. He doesn't seem to understand. Remember he put up the big X thing? Yeah. It was just completely in violation of all these codes, building codes and everything. And they're like, you got to take that down. But that's what rocks about being worth $200 billion (laughs) is you can do shit and they fine you an amount that would otherwise bankrupt companies or or individuals, but he he can just piss on it. That's why he mockingly referred to the SEC as Suck Suck Elon's Elon's Cock. cock. Because... Whoa, they'll find cool. him. It yeah. is pretty cool, actually, because <laughs> they find him twenty million dollars, and he's just like, "I don't give a shit." But anyway, Tesla reported earnings last week. Yeah, this is the real news. Yeah, and he wasn't very happy. He wasn't. He did not sound good. They have an interim CFO who is just probably one of the most boring motherfuckers to exist in this world, and it didn't elicit a lot of hope for the Tesla perma bulls who believe in the company no matter what. And I just got to say, I mean, obviously Tesla made a lot of people into multimillionaires from being a shareholder. You could have bought, you could have 1000 X your money. And I can't not say that if I were in that same position, I would drink. Yeah, but some of this, the some of them are now pissed. Yes, uh, cause, so pissed. this inspired one of the, funnier headlines i've seen about him um elon this is from yahoo finance elon musk acted like a little baby and was almost in tears on tesla's terrible earnings call analyst says that you know who it is that analyst kevin meet kevin how did this guy become an analyst because i think he got in early on tesla he did he made millions of dollars and then and then um but and that's all you need, right? You all, you just need that one good call, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're an analyst. Um, but he is someone who is now going like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Yeah. All my wealth is wrapped up in this. I made one good call. So before before we get into yeah, that yeah, yeah, real yeah. fast, didn't uh, mean to jump ahead. Well, no, no, actually, we. I mean, we can. Well, There's let's just talk a, a about few, what f- actually you know happened with his yeah earnings call here. There's a probably the biggest thing is the big dip in profits. Yeah, their profit margins have gone down. It was uh, last year was three point three billion. At the same time, now we're at one point eight five billion. Total gross profit declined twenty two percent year over year. However, they made five hundred million dollars in extra profit from their uh, energy business, which is just starting to show signs of strength. Um, A huge thing. They've got twenty six billion dollars in cash and like no debt. Which is huge. I mean, but hey, who wouldn't love that? With all of their projects going on at the same time, particularly what they're doing with AI and full self-driving, you can run through $26 billion in just a couple of years. Couldn't be me. With all that R&D. What, what would you do with that? I wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah? No way I, I could run through it. If you were Elon, I'd just do stock buybacks or something like that. Or dividend. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. They're, another big thing for them is the Cybertruck that they, uh, you know... It has been like four years in the making now. I mean, it feels like. Remember when he smashed the window? Yes. It feels like <laughs> that feels like a lifetime ago. So yeah, I've been hyping that since 2019. Yes. Um, they 2019. now are saying they have 
an initial delivery date for for this fucking truck they've got November 30th. But I mean, we'll see. And even if he said, once we start delivering these trucks, they're looking at about 18 months before it's even a, um, you know, significant cash flow. Yeah. So that's the thing is, is it feels like he's finally part of the mythos of Tesla and, and Elon was he had the luxury of being able to make all sorts of outlandish claims over the years because everybody was giving him the benefit of the doubt, right? Right. But now that they've become a lot more established, people are now kind of catching on. Like you can just see a lot more people talking about it. You can see the likes of this meet Kevin just starting to kind of see through, see past the bullshit. And so one thing that he told investors on on this uh, conference call was to not expect high production volumes, low prices, or profits anytime soon on the Cybertruck, which is just... You know, it's something that in 2019, he announced it and was like, we're going to be able to do this, this, and then we're going to be able to manufacture a ton of these. It's going to make a ton of money. But now he's got to kind of rein that in. And I'm and pretty say, sure he said the price was going to be $39,900. <laughs> which is... There's no, no fucking way. There's no way. Yeah. And we were just, before we started recording, we were just seeing that uh, the Cybertruck, according to internal Tesla documents, weighs between eight and 10,000 pounds. <laughs> a, a fully loaded Ford F-150... I think Max is out at a little over 5,000 pounds. Well, and that's the other point. I mean, he's been getting his lunch eaten a little bit too while all this is going on, right? The the Rivian R1T came out. Ford came out with their F-150 Lightning. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, there's just... <clears throat> he says they still have a million of those... Pre-orders? Yes. yes. Where you, you, have, you pay a refundable... A hundred dollar fee, right? But their their Texas plant has the capacity to only make one hundred and twenty five thousand of them a year. Right. So Jesus Christ, if you're one of the last people on the list, I'm not going to hold on. Let Tesla hold on to that cash deposit. I'm going to fucking take my money back. Right. Go get yourself a Ford Lightning. Go get Plus, yourself a R1T. In ten years, wouldn't the newest? Wouldn't you like? I don't understand how this works. Where if you keep the, uh, you get if I make a deposit today for the. For the 2020 Cybertruck. I can't imagine all those people are serious. Yeah, because no, oh, I think the deposit was really low, too. It's like, 100 bucks. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's refundable. See, now that's a way that, that that's another one of the ways that they game it. Oh, fully. Right? You, you, tell, you tell people, you tell investors, we have a million people waiting. Yes. There's no fucking way. That's what's so frustrating is like they promise these pie in the sky things. So he goes on to say that. They made this prototype. He said that making prototypes, which is what Tesla's been doing with the truck for years, is easy. But making the production version for sale to customers is 10,000% harder because the truck is so, quote, radical and special. <laughs> I think he meant radical in like a like it's, ground-based You've never breaking. seen anything yes, like this before. Yes. And honestly, it's there are some things maybe we haven't, but like I think he's missing... Uh, Part of his brain? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's missing what drives demand for a car and a truck a little bit. Like, I think there's probably a small, like, small portion of the the Elon fan base who is going crazy about some of these things. But you know, we couldn't stop laughing about the the bulletproof. People are talking about how it's bulletproof, and he's claiming that he unloaded a full clip from a Tommy gun yeah. into the side of it. And you know, you can pull up the you can pull up the yeah, video. Here, there's up. video of it driving with like. Um, dents from bullets, but apparently it didn't puncture thing. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, so epic!" Yeah, here, look believe- at this. Look, Cybertruck seen on the highway, potentially gone through bulletproof testing. And then Elon replied, "We emptied the entire drum. Uh, we enti- we emptied the entire drum magazine of a Tommy gun into the driver's door, Al Capone style. No bullets penetrated into the passenger compartment." And it's just like I. D- I, I don't know how many people are out there going like, but can I empty a Tommy gun into this fucking yeah. thing? I think that's one of the things is you can brag to your boys about, yo, this thing's bulletproof. Also. I can't wait till people buy this fucking thing and they tell their friend to shoot at it while they're sitting in it and people fucking start dying. I can't wait. Till, There's no way that. I can't wait till people <laughs> have uh, serious problems with stopping in time, like killing people. <laughs> accidentally in their brakes and road like the stopping power you need 
you need to know how to stop a 10,000 pound vehicle. It's not the same as stopping a fucking Yaris or something. That, I don't think Yaris drivers are, are, are getting behind the wheel of a. Well, they're also getting fucking penetrated by bullets, too. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got bigger issues. Also, we're being generous here. We haven't even mentioned how ugly this fucking thing oh, is. Oh, yeah, God. Have you ever had a, you ever had a stainless steel, um, <laughs> appliance? You rub that the thing urge the wrong to drive way. a, drive a whirlpool dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> they scratch so easily. You got to like wipe it with the grain. I don't know. It's just, I think it, that it's, uh, it was one of his fucking drug induced ideas that turned into this nightmare shit show. But oh, truly. I think like he probably wakes up in, in a sweat sometimes thinking about when he first announced it in 2019, just going, fuck, I can't believe we have to release this goddamn yes. car. The, the people have chimed in multiple times. He about, said, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, bitch. <laughs> well, he said they've dug their own grave. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. He's because he's, it's uh, yeah. It, it, it's like con- it goes back to what he said about it's it's one thing to make the concept, but to make the prototype, but then to right. ramp it up. Like, well, so that's my man. That's like car making one hundred and one. Right. We dug our own grave with the Cybertruck. He says it himself. Right. Yeah. So that's one of the things. Let's play. Let's play this fucking meet Kevin guy. Oh well, that's the thing. Like the headline is so funny, and when you first see it, you go, "God, that's so beautiful." But this guy's, uh, you know, just as I don't. I hate this guy just as yeah. much as. <laughs> so for the audio listener, I'm just gonna try to paint a picture for you. Um, you know how people describe uh, dorks as being a tool or a tool bag. This guy's like the whole de- damn. Shed. He's Home Depot. He's that big of a tool. He started out. I don't even remember at this point how he started out doing real estate shit with. That's like, he call, uh, he calls himself, I believe, the first landlord influencer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's he's made. I mean, you got to hand it to him. He's made a full on oh, career. He's rich as hell. Yeah, and um. He's wearing uh he's wearing a, a a shirt and tie with a New York Stock Exchange puffer vest over it and um he's really just become a spokesperson of a person. Yes. That that's his whole thing is just he is TV ready. He's got plenty of media training. He knows exactly how to talk on camera and it's just so funny and plastic. So let's just play the clip from from this interview he did on Yahoo Finance. And Kevin Paffroth, financial analyst and YouTuber, meet Kevin. Good to see you, Kevin. So thanks so much for having us. You're so welcome. She's probably giggly because she knows he's a fucking (laughs) dork, and and she's like, okay, cool, I've got a match. Look at his cheesy smile. He's, I mean, again, good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're very happy for meet Kevin. We're very happy for him. This was not the earnings call that people were expecting. I mean, we're used to the kind of Musk that we see on X, who sort of dips into everything. But this was an earnings call. What were your big takeaways from this? Oh, my gosh. This was terrible. I feel bad for him. Uh, Look, he's got a lot of things going on, legal battles, custody battles with first kids now. But it doesn't justify acting like Trump on Twitter, stonewalling the SEC or the European Union. And quite frankly, turning into a little baby on the earnings call. I mean, <laughs> do you think this guy talks this way? Like, no, out with his voice as guys, I've you know, I'm thinking that we got to get shots and beers <laughs> and then we're going to go talk to those girls. Okay. <laughs> so the thing is with girls, the way you have to talk to them is you've got to go up and say, what's up. You've just got to say something to get the conversation going. I've already seen the clip and, Honestly, as soon as he started talking, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot it's like that. Yeah. So he called him a baby. (laughs) Almost in tears. It showed a complete lack of leadership. Tesla's a leadership-less company right now, and it's terrible. That's why their CFO just left, I believe, as well. And this is a slap in the face to everyone. It's not just the shareholders, but it's a slap in the face to the other managers who are still there and the over 100,000 employees at Tesla. I, I like his takedown because this guy has been the most Elon Musk can't do any wrong guy. Yeah, because he was there. making him a lot of money. Yes, making him a ton of money. Now he's never he's not going to make him as much money. It's just interesting to me that because he made so much money um, on one essentially one company over the last few years, he's now 
marketing himself as this um, Wall Street guru type, like with just the way that he's dressed, the way that he speaks. I just, I got to hand it to him. He's really, he's really good at what he does. But so then there's this other, um, let's, let me fast forward to this clip. But I guess the question to you is, does that long-term play for EV demand, does that remain intact still? Because one of the things that he was talking about is Elon expressed a major concern for the macro environment. For, right, with the higher interest rates, it's going to be more expensive for people to buy cars. Not only that, it's going to be more expensive for them to do all these things right. they want to do. So right. he's like, yeah, I don't know if you're if it's going to get to that. But the, Oh, yeah, uh, she, he, he answers her right here. I okay, thought it was go. a great answer. Absolutely, 100%. Look, the, like long term, five, 10 years down the road, everybody's going to want an electric vehicle. The range won't be an issue. There'll be charging stations everywhere. You'll be able to charge faster than you can fill up your tank of gas. These cars are much safer. They're much less likely to catch fire. They're much less likely. Much less likely to catch fire? I don't know about that. I mean, maybe he's right. to roll over. You don't have fuel in the back of your car. <laughs> you don't have fuel in the back of the car. Casting. These vehicles are phenomenal. The acceleration's better. The handling's better. Everything about electric vehicles is better. Problem is, you have, you know, Elon acting like Trump on Twitter, and he's really, frankly, upsetting a lot of people. There are a lot of, especially women, which is another demographic Elon should be playing towards upset and who would never touch a tesla vehicle so i'm, I'm very frustrated with elon but long term evs will be dominant i so like he's right long term they're probably yeah, every, the way to go every company is shifting their production I mean, to that i mean you know you know what i'm gonna say right what long term the way to go is public transportation trains, trains build the trains as we say um but yeah he's got quite a bit of i, <clears throat> I don't know if we mentioned he's so another one of their problems is they slowed down production so they could update facilities and mm. he's Tesla's in the process of building a Mexican facility that's costing them $10 billion. And he's goes half of their cash. <laughs> he's basically deciding whether or not, you know, to delay this. If interest rates keep getting hiked, which they might, Jerome Powell just said, you know, not off the table, uh, but they're like, this is just going to get, it's going to be untenable. It's going to be too expensive to do. Um, he talked about robo taxi because that's a big, big thing. Um, this is from the Kathy conference Woods call. Wet dream. Kathy Woods. Oh man, she just fucking she. She's another one whose just brain is broken. She made so much money from this guy one time or a couple times that she's like, oh, he's the second coming of Christ. But uh, he was saying that um, he's very excited on the process on the progress with autonomy. End-to-end, nothing but nets. Self-driving is amazing. Uh, he apparently gets driven all around Austin with zero interventions, so he says. And uh, he says it's clearly the right move. The same software approach will enable Optimus and do useful things. It'll learn simply by looking. This is Optimus, the, the humanoid robot. He said that robot can break the economy and that they are the most ahead, even though they just started working on it. He says that Boston Dynamics is impressive, but it lacks a brain. <sighs> Jesus Christ. At some point, the robots will manufacture the robots. Need to make sure there's a good place for humans. I mean, sure, down the line. This is just, I think this is the AI thing and the robots are his next grift yeah. that he can promise as being a few years away. Yeah, he said they have a supercomputer that's going to blow everyone away. Yeah, that's his it's, next thing, to, yeah. to promise everybody the world and then in a few years be like, well, we're still working on it, but we're making great progress. And it, you should see this shit. Uh, they ask, will Optimus be working on factory lines in 24? And he says, at this point, they're not ready to discuss details. It could barely walk. Now it can do yoga. A few years from now, it can probably do ballet. Who the fuck gives a shit? I actually want to see it do ballet. Also, <laughs> if you've seen the Boston Dynamics, those motherfuckers have been doing gymnastics. A pack of those dogs killed my whole family. <laughs> they put a gun on one put of them. Put a gun on top of it. Someone did that. Yeah. Oh, wait. Was that the guy who put a gun on a, on a um, drone? Oh, the same guy? I, I don't know. I don't but know. I definitely remember seeing one of those dogs just like taking shit out. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I mean... I'd rather get shot by one of those. I hope one of the dogs kills me. I wonder what futuristic <laughs> way we're going to die in. Like, are we going to die by robot dog? Probably. Fuck. Like, if you believe in causal determination. When the robot dog comes knocking. I'll open the door. I'll pet it on the head. If it's my time to go. 
I'll go down swinging. Mm. They, uh, the robo taxis is, is one of the things that he helped sell, uh, Kathy Wood on. And he was asked about that. And he said, the economics of an autonomous vehicle are wild because current vehicles, you only get about 10 to 12 hours a week out of, of usage out of the total 168 hours of a week. Uh, you got parking, insurance, et cetera. But if you're able to increase the utility of the car by a factor of five, but cost the same at that point, Tesla's just a hardware company with software margins. But would you just let your car go out and take people for a ride? If it meant making, I wouldn't do that. I don't want some fucking randoms in my car jerking off and eating peanut butter and jelly or whatever. That's what you think people well, do. In yeah. Cars? What are you going to do in a car if you don't have to drive except jerk off? <laughs> if you give a person a chance to jerk off somewhere, they're going to do it. I guess that's a good point. I always picture people being busy in a point. car. Now I'm, I've got a bunch of hands-free guys in my car eating peanut butter jellies and jelly. Yeah, just getting sh- sticky door handles. I mean, you get in the back of a taxi. You don't know if it's the jelly or the cum. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, uh, I wanted to show another big thing is they were pressuring him. Well, not pressuring, but just asking because Tesla famously doesn't do ads. And that's a big thing that people like me, Kevin, are starting to push him on is, hey, you need to start doing ads because in part to like battle against, to work against your, because right now you are the face of the company right. and you need to do ads. But so Kevin made an ad. He made his own Tesla ad. Oh, I'd miss this. Uh, they're stealing the, <laughs> they're stealing the, um, the God, old, I hate him. I know. But he's such a, a, you know what he is? He's a penis. <laughs> he's just such a penis, not a weenie. He's a penis. Um, <laughs> they steal the old Mac versus PC. Uh, ads oh God. where it was the like Justin I'm a Long Mac. fucking yeah so they intentionally cast this poor guy next to him who's like they got a guy who's a foot shorter than him and a who big... kind of looks like him it looks like his shitty brother yeah they just they did it just in a neighborhood like my man if you're gonna record truly you got the money go go anywhere rent the studio bitch okay here we go hi I'm a Tesla Model Y and I'm a no. Toyota RAV4 the money Hi, I'm a Tesla Model Y, and I'm a Toyota RAV4, the much more affordable alternative to a plug-in vehicle. Wait, how much are you starting for these days? Only about forty-three or forty-four thousand. Oh, so about the same. Really? Yeah, and you guys do get the seventy-five hundred dollar tax credit, right? Um, wait, you don't get the seventy-five hundred dollar tax credit? I'm not really made in America, so. That wait, that's the that's whole f- the whole thing. Yeah, it's only about price. It's about price and the tax and, credit, but I mean, but, I mean, fucking Tesla <laughs> just slashed their prices multiple times. That's sure. the only reason it's close, and it's killing Tesla. That's why so, their fucking profits are so low. I don't know if this is true, but some guy responded and said, uh, "You spend twenty five hundred dollars on a home charger. Tesla insurance is almost double that of an ICE uh, internal combustion engine Rav four." Uh, maintenance cost of a RAV4 and Tesla will be about the same. A RAV4 has higher resale value and higher property tax amount on Tesla. You have to pay property tax? What the fuck? I don't know if that's correct. That sounds stupid. I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, even there you go. I responded with just, what? Laugh aloud? Yeah. Uh, interesting. You Well, so... But I mean, what a... That's such a shitty... I, I can't... You're going to... You go through all the trouble. You set up the cameras. Why not fucking hit more points? I mean, yeah. surely there's performance things that it's better on. That was wild. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, I mean, again, good for Kevin. He's out there making things happen. There's a there's a question. Um, well, I don't know if we care anymore. We, we seem to have covered this. I was going to play a clip of him from the uh, actual conference call where he answers a question on price elasticity. All right, let's see. This is so. This is a um, analyst asking him a question on the uh, earnings call. Really, Frank, if a car costs the same as a Rav Four, nobody would buy a Rav Four. If our car costs the same as a Rav Four, nobody would buy a Rav Four. I would buy a Rav Four. I would buy a Rav Four too. Yeah, uh, I. I don't think Teslas are that nice looking. Number one, no. I think the insides suck. It's yes. like it, it looks and feels cheap. I hate that fucking big screen. Uh, yeah, I just uh, the, I I don't find 
Tesla's as appealing as everyone thinks they're. I drove one once and I loved it, but I couldn't turn it on. I didn't it's just, let's hear what else. And the says. RAV4 doesn't have a it? fart function. Very likely to. Um, um, it's worth noting that a lot of these incentives, like the you know tax credit and whatnot, um, but they're actually very difficult for the average person to access because they most people do not have ten grand, you know, or even seventy five hundred dollars burning a hole in their bank account. Um, a large number of people are are living paycheck to paycheck and at, with with a lot of debt. They've got credit card debt, mortgage debt. Um, so that's one thing that he went on to talk about with the macro environment that he's worried about because they're lowering their prices to try to appeal to these lower income demographics who they want to sell cheap electric cars to. But there's so much that goes into owning an, an all electric car. Like where are you going to, like where I live, where the fuck would I, I don't want to have to go. Truly, it's not an option for me. No. I mean, it is if I want to go, instead of going to the gas station, I go oh, to the charging right. station and make like a, a whole 30 minute trek out of it. But I don't know. Anyway, so that's that. And Kathy Wood still loves him. She had a great quote. She said that uh, despite all of his increasing troubles and things going on, that's actually when he shines the most. She said the intensity of his brain cells takes him to new levels when facing hardship. When he's backed into a corner. Yeah. His, see what the, he's going to do. His, intense, his brain cells start to vibrate and it makes him think harder. Yeah. that, <clears throat> But that is not the end of his... Uh... Of his troubles, he's also no. got some um, some legal troubles, which I think Meet Kevin was alluding to. Yeah, not just his custody battles of his kids, but uh, there's a United States Equal Employment Opportunity Commission suit about his, which has been going on for a while. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about the rampant racism at uh, yeah. at their at their Fremont plant, which we is, covered it in previous episodes. Yeah, um, where there's just like frequent use of horrible racial slurs racist graffiti including swastikas sounds like an absolute nightmare but hey it's a free speech work zone though <laughs> yeah uh and then one of their big things is the um there are multiple subpoenas from the doj they're looking into the big thing is the range fraud they're saying mm -hmm. that he basically uh tesla basically um lies about how how far you can drive on a full charge right for their cars um they also it also goes into they describe the, a per, they're looking into the personal benefits of executives and one of like the things, how much they're being compensated in terms they don't of really go into it but one of the things that they they know there was a um investigation looking into this like weird glass house project that elon wanted to build using tesla funds out in uh, texas yeah yeah that, right near the um yeah and then you know the new some of the some of the full self-drive claims but, yep, that's uh, a big one because they're also getting sued by a bunch of people who have had, who have had accidents or had family members killed due to they allege directly due to Elon and Tesla's claims about their full full self driving driving capabilities. Right, because um, you know he says that they can do all sorts of shit that they just can't do. And then there was that guy a few years ago who got killed, some uh, engineer dude in in the Bay Area, and then some weird Tesla guys were saying. Well, when you think about it, he died for a good cause because he now nobody will ever get killed in that particular part of the highway again in a self-driving vehicle because now it's learned. And that's just that's just someone's got to teach. Someone's got to teach these robots. Someone's got to teach the robot. <clears throat> but The Verge had some kind of wild uh, information about the. The range fraud. They said, Earlier this year, Reuters reported that Tesla had received so many customer complaints about range that it created a special diversion team to cancel their service appointments. Customers were incensed that their Tesla vehicles were fa falling well short of the advertised range, some sometimes by as much as half the number of miles that they were purported to get on a full charge. According to Reuters, there was nothing actually wrong with the vehicle's battery. Rather, Tesla had allegedly created software to rig its driving range estimates to show a rosier picture. This led to thousands of customers seeking service appointments to figure out what was wrong with their vehicles. Right. But because the vehicle was working as intended, Tesla's diversion team simply canceled all the appointments. Yeah, that was a big thing. Um, and then on top of that, there's just the quality concerns where there's like, they fucking leak when you take them through a car wash or when it rains and just panel gaps and all sorts of shit. Yeah. Just 
piss poor quality control. That's but, the most frustrating. I mean, can you pull up that one? That's tweet why he we, cried on the, the thing. The one tweet we were laughing about. Which one? I think you linked it in here where, oh. where it was, uh, it's got him as like, Oh, his fans. Yeah. His insane fans. Cause <laughs> the, so yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing you're saying, you know, they don't do ads and, uh, meet Kevin's. Why would you need ads to, when right. you've got fanboys who can make cool shit like this? So this is a, for Tesla, the audio listener, Tesla economics, Tesla economics, uh, yeah fanboy account one of the best commercials for tesla would be for elon to fire bullets at a cyber truck with people in it showing how high of a priority safety truly is at tesla because no company is anywhere close to doing the things that tesla is building i got a different idea stick elon inside and let, and me, let us shoot it let me fire a freaking <laughs> bazooka at that damn thing and it's accompanied by a picture of elon musk looking it's probably ai oh of course that, it's that's AI. uh but put in the style of like a john wick poster and uh, that's the the most upsetting part about all of this is that they've created this this mythology around this guy who's just the biggest alpha male. Yeah, but he's in reality just a fucking dork, a grifter, like truly the biggest dork on the planet. And like the fucking dick riding for just a guy who is trying to rip you off is so yeah. insane. It's wild. Yeah, I'd like to again maybe put him in the car, and I don't know. Try a crash test, and that's put, the thing. Put I, it put it at 100 miles an hour straight into a wall and see how <laughs> while shooting bullets. <laughs> I fully, I fully get it for meet Kevin or anyone who's been like, you yeah, know, financially invested in this and either made a lot of money or stands to make a lot of money. But if you're just like a regular guy with no Tesla stock who is just feeding this shit into Dolly. Oh yeah, I wonder what the prompt was. Get help. Handsome, handsome Elon Musk pointing uh using they also are obsessed with the uh the trigger discipline finger. They love to see when someone's doing because you know, if you're if you're trained with firearms, you you know not to put your finger on the trigger. You've got it like laid out flat I'm like sure, he's yeah. got it. Oh boy. Anyway. So let's see, what else have we got? This week was pretty, uh, this week, listen, shit's going crazy in the world, and there's been a lot of talk, and there was a lot of speculation over this last weekend that there would be a, another Black Monday, Black Monday being one of the biggest stock market crashes ever in the 80s, and um, a lot of FinTwit, financial Twitter, was on about there being another Black Monday, which is usually when you know that there's not going to be one. Right, I feel like we you hear these calls a fairly decent amount. Yeah, and that's the thing about people who are permanently bearish is they always sound a lot smarter because there are so many reasons to be betting. You would think, man, you hear these people talk and it's like, wow, yeah, the world truly is teetering on the edge of, of fucking total destruction. But like Visa just reported their earnings and they beat. People are still spending money. People are still doing their shit. But, yeah, things are... Is that the vibe thing. Is, are they pointing solely to geopolitical factors? I think they're pointing to that. They're pointing to, um, as we'll talk about, there's a lot of uh, Americans that are increasingly falling behind on their car payments, things like that, people living paycheck to paycheck, the rising interest rates staying higher for longer, Potentially going higher too. Yes. Um, and on that note, there's actually some really big news that happened over the past couple of days is the Bitcoin ETF is making progress once again. Yeah. So it's looking like... Bitcoin jumping. Bitcoin jumped huge. It jumped like over 10%. It's at like 34 now. Yeah, which is crazy because I was thinking about it today and it makes sense. I, it's like, it's one of those simple math things where... An ETF, for those of you who don't know still, it's it represents the the underlying thing. So like the SPY is the ETF for the S&P 500. It's the thing, it's the thing that represents the thing. And if you buy an ETF for... Right, the, an exchange-traded fund, right? Yes. If you buy that for Bitcoin, the exchange-traded fund, the, the ETF for Bitcoin is going to have to own some Bitcoin, like a lot of Bitcoin, to track the price of it. Well, as we all know, famously, Bitcoin has a very limited supply. 
So if this the the idea behind this rally is it legitimizes Bitcoin in such a way, number one, that oh, it's here to stay, it is actually a store of value or whatever, however you want to phrase it. But the fact that it gets its own potentially will get its own ETF on its face, that's a big thing. But then secondary to that is this ETF is is going to be tracking Bitcoin. Well, it's going to have to own a fuck ton of Bitcoin. And that could take a good chunk of the existing supply off the market. And what does that do when you've got less supply? Higher demand, higher price. It's always interesting, you know? But it is also really funny because it was started as this anti-establishment thing, right? And right. now the, it's it's become not reliant on, but it's been gaining a lot of momentum from the very establishment that it uh, right. It supposes feels like, to to rail against. It feels like now its value is wrapped up in in its ability to be legitimized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now it now stands to gain from more legitimization from the establishment that it was created to help tear down or be less reliant upon. So that's pretty poetic. <laughs> kind of beautiful. Fucking Satoshi's turning in his grave. God, man. Every time I think about that Satoshi Nakamoto account that has literally like what, $30 billion worth of Bitcoin in it, just sitting there, just untouched, whether did the person die? Are they refusing to touch any of it? It's just sitting there. Just billions of dollars. Nobody can. No one knows what's. No going one knows. On. It, I, that's fun for me to think about. It's like modern day pirates' booty. That we'll never be able to access it. Yeah, we'll never be able to. <clears throat> and it wouldn't look at it. It wouldn't be nearly as fun to try to find it. You know, you can't have a city slickers style movie. Or or about the the search for Bitcoin. Ready Player One kind of thing, where it's some autistic nerd who like has his treasure. I wish that was Satoshi, who's just like, well, I made a big. Treasure hunt for everybody. Be. Find it. That'd be cool if one day he just comes out and says, it was me. And You guys are going to have to race in the metaverse. It'd be cool if he made a... An, uh, uh, <laughs> it'd be cool if he made a worldwide saw competition. Oh, that sounds way worse. <laughs> like I put, the, I put the code inside of, a, inside of someone's mom. Please don't be Nerd. worse. Killing, <laughs> their <laughs> killing their moms. It's written on the femur bone of someone's mom. As long as it wasn't mine, I'd be sawing that femur off. Sawing someone else's mom's femur off? Yeah. Well, it's, you're going to have to protect your mom. Because what's to stop someone from oh, checking on your mom? everyone's mom is Everyone's mom is a potential target. I'm just saying. I don't know. He could do that. Or what else? What else could he do? Blow up, blow up a federal building and I'll give you the code. Now we're talking, Satoshi. That would be fun. Uh, we're not advocating for that obviously, and hopefully the YouTube algorithm didn't just pick that up and flag this video as it is wont to do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's always something. We can't talk about B-L-O-W-ing an F-E-D building. huh? No. You can't talk about mailing someone A-N-T-H-R-A-X, huh? Can't Whoa. joke about that? Don't can't joke about... Don't mailing someone a P-I-P-E space B-O-M-B? Huh? Don't, <laughs> can't do that? Don't teach the algorithm how to I'm spell. I'm not going to teach the algorithm. You know, if the algorithm can't spell, that's your fucking problem. Read a book, huh? Sound it out, little baby. You're going to learn how to drive a car. you got to learn how to spell. Now, that's fact. Now, to. that's not cap. Might not have to. What, learn how to read to drive a car? Yeah. you got to learn how to read a stop sign, man. What are you talking about? You just program it to see stop. Right, but what if it's in Mexico and it says Alto instead? Or what if it's a sign that's got, like, you know, no turn left on Sunday for the church crowd? Program it. Can't turn left on Sundays. Everyone knows you believe in God. Is that what happens? Well, sure. There's all sorts of rules that get in it. Like uh, they're here in Los Angeles, so you drive west on Beverly Boulevard. You can't turn left between four oh, and right, seven right, p.m. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, Certain lanes are closed three to seven. Yeah, I hate that shit. I've gotten tickets. I've gotten towed because of that dog shit. Good. I honestly, I get furious. I'll be on what is it, Los Feliz Boulevard? Los Feliz Boulevard. That's, yeah, that's different. Get those cars. If it's three o one, two two, baby. Yeah, tow get, get the fuck out of here. 
I was towed from a spot where it wasn't a lane where you could drive. It was legitimately like off, off street. And it was just parking that they arbitrarily make it. You can't park here between six and eight. No street cleaning, no nothing. And if you park there, you get immediately towed. It's not even a ticket, just $500. Move your car down the street for you, put it in the yard. You got to pay to get it out. I will K I L L someone. Where to God. Uh, Wait, should we talk about these? Uh, Paxlovid? What do you want? The missing car. Because this goes along with the whole Elon thing. <clears throat> um, the, the car payments? Yeah. Yeah, sure. But Let's this, talk about so it. basically, record number of subprime borrowers are behind on their auto loan payments. AKA by, poor people. Subprime. Mm, That's what that means. Sure. It means they have lower credit scores. Right. Yeah. You can be. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking on the behalf of, I'm pretending to be a callous banker here. Because that's how they view them. Sure. Brokies. They're just deemed less likely Mm -hmm. to be able to repay money, repay loans. Right. Um, So they're falling behind on their auto But yeah, not poor. (laughs) Whatever. They're, uh, yes, it's the highest it's ever been since they started keeping the records in 1994. Okay. So the rate hit 6.11% in September was up from 5.93%, which doesn't seem like a big difference, but- I'm shocked. They said analysts predict that auto loan delinquencies will continue to rise into 2024 and peak at about 10% before they start to fall. It's a huge, it's destroying the record. Right. Um, I'm also shocked at how much people fucking spend on their cars. No kidding. This was. Uh, it was What's the average payment? I don't have the average, but a record number of new car buyers took out loans with monthly payments of $1,000 or more. In the three months to June. That's a, f- th- I just can't even fathom that. Yeah. I got a brand new car. My payment is $250. Jesus. See, this is why I buy used. I don't have to, I just plop it down all in one fell swoop. One giant turd, one giant flush. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. They, they poop and then they just keep cars wiping. Are very, cars are very expensive and I, I didn't have a lump sum of however much a 2021 or two Subaru Crosstrek cost. It probably cost $40,000, $32,000, $25,000. I think it was closer to thirty. Well, I would have lost there. Hey, did you see this car dealership guy on Twitter? No. At car dealership guy. He's, or at guy dealership. What the fuck? He, he's like a, he's got a podcast about, all about the, the car market. What a snooze that would be. Every week. Well, let's listen. Let's talk about the car market. Fuck, man. We dedicate, Tell me the fucking we dedicate, day. I'll get to it. We, <laughs> we dedicate five minutes to this and I'm already falling asleep. But he, he was talking about the, the percentage of subprime auto borrowers, 60 plus days past due. Like you said, hit a record 6.1 in September. It's the highest delinquency rate, um, since of all time, actually. And he says, Truthfully, it's taken me a couple of days to digest. I'm concerned, but my concerns go way beyond the car market. I'm concerned about people that are struggling to keep up with their bills. I'm concerned about families that will lose their means of transportation. I'm concerned about our economy, which is all stuff that, yeah, if you're not, if you're delinquent on your car payment, it indicates you're probably falling behind on other things like credit card payments, rent. Right. You're spending less on food, whatever. Sure. Or my hope is that it's just people, they're able to, make ends meet elsewhere they're just not yeah because at the end of the day maybe they just realize what so worst case scenario they come take the car come fucking get it also important to point out that it's very punitive like the when you are a subprime borrower you're going to be paying more for that fact right right? so they for subprime borrowers rates for new cars average 11 and a half percent between 11 and a half percent and 18 and a half percent which is so much autos yeah Prime borrowers are charged far less, six point between six point four percent and eight point seven five percent. Is there like a super prime? Like you're better than prime? I think it's just prime and subprime. But I, oh, man. I I'm not well versed in why. Do you hope that you're super prime? I just I just wonder where I would rank. I just want to show up and be like, yo, I just want to know where I stand with you. Well, I imagine that's the discrepancy between the, uh, you know, six point four and eight point seven five. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. And there's a way to do that. You guys, you you could you could go on Credit Karma and you could 
show your boys. You're probably my eight, credit eight hundred plus credit. Score. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get my average age up. That's the one part of my credit score where I'm lacking. By the way, go to the creditcardlist.com. Get you get you a card, <laughs> but make sure you can make the minimum spend to get the bonus. But yes, yeah, so this is a big. It's something that I'm worried about because that tends to kind of. I mean, much like the housing crisis, that was a big thing that led to it was people no longer being able to pay their mortgages. But a mortgage is a much higher payment than a right. car payment. But this is so they're saying that car payments have become the highest expense for uh, a lot of Gen Zers and millennials, even exceeding their rent, which I cannot uh, yeah, fathom I don't for some reason. I don't, I mean, I know, but I bought my car probably 18 months ago. Mm hmm. And I know that cars have only gotten more and more expensive, but I just don't understand. When people say $1,000 a month, I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't understand that. Either. I would just not have a car. I wouldn't be able to spend $1,000 on a I, car. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. No, good point. I, and I wonder if it's a generational thing. Like if it's younger people who just don't have, I don't know, as much of a, maybe it's because money isn't as real to them because they've grown up where everything is so digital and you can easily just buy shit with double clicking the payment button or something or dealing less with cash. I have no idea. I'm just, I you ever seen that TikTok where the guy it's going through, it's going through the office and they're all bragging about what cards they have in the car payments. No, it's awful. Well, but what? yeah, it was that because it blew my mind. People were going like, Oh yeah. Yeah. He's Dodge a- charger 1350 a month. And I'm like, are you, why are you bragging about this? That's such a horrible it's psychotic. financial That kind of decision. thing, yeah. That makes me nervous about the economy is people spending this much money on their fucking car payment. It's like, how are you not... I'd be up at night every night going, why do I drive a Dodge Charger that I'm paying $1,300 Truly. a month for? And that's just the car payment. What are you paying in insurance? You're I also paying- think it's fairly easy to get approved. I mean, I remember... yeah. They were giving houses to people back then. They're going to be giving away these cars. They got to move these cars. When I did it, it was like, they were like, we just have to run a credit check. He came back like two seconds later just being like, you got a car. <laughs> did he really say you got a car? No, but it oh. was like, oh, I thought there would be more to it than that. Yeah. You can just let me drive one of these? Crazy. I want to go test drive like a Ferrari or something. They got to let you. I don't think Surely they got to let you. Oh, well, I just got to go. <laughs> I don't think you test drive them. Yeah, probably not. Fuck. You can do it at the Porsche thing. Uh, off I, have the a, 405. I have a friend's dad who retired and bought a, a Ferrari. Lamborghini? No. Maserati. Yes. The Maserati. <laughs> literally, you have to be on the wait list. It's, it's, you can't just go in and be like, let me drive one. Mm-hmm. He was on a wait list for years and like he was stoked because it was, uh, it was finally going to get delivered. And I looked, he showed it to me and I looked at the name. And I remembered it. And then I was like, as soon as we're done talking, I'm going to Google this. Because <laughs> I was like, I need to know how much money this I guy I bet just... it was like $120,000. Way more. hundred and sixty. Way more. Really? About like, a quarter of a million dollars. For a fucking Maserati? It's like, it's one, you, it's, yeah. Huh. It's one that costs a quarter million dollars, apparently. I think it was a Maserati. Speaking of insane prices, one more thing I wanted to cover this uh, this week. We got, uh saw this, this, um headline about how Pfizer priced their COVID drug Paxlovid at $1,400 for a five-day course. Hey, that's a car payment for most people. Yeah. <laughs> Brother, yeah. And uh, so then the, this tweet, the, the other slide in this tweet uh, is from, from, uh, from Pfizer themselves, and it shows the cost of production for this same drug. It's about... Uh, $13. Cost them $13 to produce. That sounds fair. That's a 10,000% markup. Look. We need to get that dork. What was that guy's name who went to jail? Martin Shmarty Shrivo? No, I said it right. What'd you say? <laughs> Martin Shkreli. Shkreli, Shkreli. Yeah, we need to get him on here because his, <laughs> you know, his, his whole thing was he joined that cancer research drug, cancer drug company and he did the same thing he jacked up the price like 700 percent or something but that's not what he went to jail for right he went for insider trading and defrauding investors yes i remember when that happened i remember watching that stock that he was in just fucking skyrocket <clears throat> and then they halted it and the next day it opened up like 
down 90 percent or something yeah it's just good to uh point out that perfectly fine to take life-saving drugs and jack jack up the prices well so that's the thing is he was asked on i think it was on shane, shane gillis yeah Shkreli was on like shane gillis's podcast or something like that it was in front of a live audience and he asked him would you do the same thing today and he said yes absolutely and because if you go and, and Wait, when when he says the same thing, jack up the price. Or, yes. Oh, okay. Jack up the price. But I'm assuming he might, he would. Excuse me. Whoa, folks! Emil just burped right into the microphone no, I for didn't. the first time I'm, ever. I'm my, deleting the whole file. I'm deleting the show. <laughs> my mouth was fully closed. It snuck up on. That me. was a cute, polite burp. Nobody cares. Uh, but I imagine he wouldn't do the stuff that sent him to jail. No, he wouldn't yeah, yeah, do the yeah, insider yeah. trading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. But he would still investors. jack up the price. For yeah, it. and he likened it to if I'm butchering this, but he said, um, I don't know if you, if you had something that you knew was worth a lot of money, you wouldn't just fucking give it away. You would sell it for what it's worth. But I think I that's actually this, not true. This isn't me defending it, by the way. But he said, pricing certain things that high is what enables companies like that to then fund research for other drugs and other shit which is like come on i mean sure depends on the company if they've got other drugs in the pipeline that are worth pursuing and putting r&d into do they have other drugs already on the market that are pulling in enough money they have enough cash on hand whatever but i love to deny someone life-saving drugs and be like look we're trying to find other life-saving drugs yeah yeah truly that's man biotech i used to be into following biotech companies and it's just it's fucking exhausting and maddening why i can't imagine working at one because one day your stock will be down 60 percent. oh yeah <clears throat> and it's like okay why oh well because this one trial had this one endpoint that didn't get met or something or the fda you're you're you face so many hurdles between regulations and um regulations and go ahead regulations and i'm sleepy <laughs> no i'm not sleepy i'm fine i know you feel I'm you totally great. fine we're you, at the end of the episode so nothing matters anymore. we hit you with a pax lovid right before the uh episode uh did you did you see my tweet about diet coke and cigarettes by the way that you are propping them up i is it just me or in the last year cigarettes have had a huge resurgence and then diet coke that has was be- not you I know it's. Not, I'm not saying it w- was me, but it's just funny the timing. No, it's not because you fell victim to the same thing everyone else fell victim to, and then you think that you did it. I don't. I'm, I'm not saying that I did it. I'm saying wasn't it's, your tweet? That, yeah, but that was a yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a joke. But, but it's but, funny to be like, oh wow, I got wrapped up in the trend and started smoking cigarettes and drinking diet coke. What I meant was like it felt almost akin to I'm I'm wearing Crocs before they're cool kind of thing. I know, but. What but I'm you, saying yeah. is you're only, wearing Crocs because you're uncool and just being subject to it. It's a just that now I'm paying attention to it. Diet Coke and cigarettes have always been cool. It's that now I'm, that I'm participating in both of these uh, micro economies. I'm much more cognizant of it. Cigarettes have always been cool. Although there's nothing worse than when like... Right. some the, There's nothing worse than seeing a hot girl smoking a cigarette and thinking she's got a shit so bad. That's what they make you do. They make you no, do. especially not- a hot girl in the morning smoking a cigarette. You're like, girl, you gotta go potty. <laughs> no, go on, sorry. <laughs> the amount, the, the the shit and piss consumes your brain. <laughs> it's, it's it's my greatest shame. It's man. all you think about. It's not all I think about. You see a woman smoking a cigarette, you're like, God, she's got a shit. I don't think that. I think, would she give me one? And then I think, I wonder if she's already pooped. Or if I wonder if a, she's got a shit. Yeah. What were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, no. The worst is when you see someone who makes smoking look uncool. Mm. The, uh, the uh, There's a movie with Emily Blunt and Chris Evans, the Captain America guy, coming out. Oh, yeah. They released a clip of it, and they're like in a strip club. And Chris Evans is smoking one. I'm like, dude, you look so bad doing this. Yeah. I look bad too. I'm sure I don't look good. Why can it's like when every time Ron DeSantis is at one of those events trying to be an everyman and he's drinking a beer and it's like, oh, just can I hang out with him for like three hours and show him how to drink a beer? Because yeah. it's fucking he's doing it so badly. Yeah, he sucks at being a guy. 
Oh. He totally did. Did you did you see this DeSantis shoe theory? By the way, oh, uh, don't you want to show me in the bonus? Nah, because we're we we'll just take calls in the bonus. Fuck it. Okay. Because we got enough. There, there's this. Uh, it was from a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the reason that his shoes look so weird, audio listener, if you're still out there. God, I wish you could see this. I do wish they could see. He's wearing these like cartoon character boots. Yeah, and um, there, there's a theory that his his <laughs> feet end well before the uh, the the tip of the shoe. And <laughs> this is incredible. This is incredible. They've got like a kind of makes me horny for Ron. Uh, yeah, they've got like an X-ray of what it probably looks like inside. That he's wearing a a full-on high heel. Keep honking. I'm within. staring at Ron DeSantis's. It is true. It's kind of um. It does look like he's wearing full-on um, and they they show him in this one. <laughs> Which not for bad reason. I'm pretty sure. Isn't there like a thing like that? Every president is is like six foot or over. Hmm. How tall is he? I don't know. Not six foot. How or tall over? is Meatball Ron? Meatball Ron. Meatball Ron. That's what Trump called him. Really? Why? Does he, he like so meatballs? <laughs> I don't know because he's the funniest guy in the world. Oh, because Trump's the funniest guy in the world. Yeah, man. If you are still, um... oh, he's five foot eleven. That's a re- that's a respectable. Yeah, that's a respectable height. Leave it alone. Leave him alone. Wait, I just missed a call. Oh, oh that was from... Okay. Yeah. I, th- I see. Well, that about does it for this episode, folks. So please do join us in the bonus patreon.com slash... PayPigsPod. Right. We're going to spell be it for him? P-A-Y-P-I-G-S-P-O-D. Correct. We're going to be taking some calls. We're going to be We're going to be chopping it up. We're going to be... Insulting. Dicking we're going to be around. hanging up on people. It's we're gonna okay. Be, we're going to be doing crank yanker style stuff. Yeah. 